Hi, this is episode three of Hot Points, my podcast. Uh, if you watched the previous two, thank you. If you didn't, why not go and watch it? Just do it. Um, now, my guest for the third episode is Joseph Ahn. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, are you more of a Joe or a Joseph? Because I've heard a mix of the two. Oh, well, I people call me by both. Um, I personally don't care. Joe is simpler just because it's less letters, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, Joseph is I ideal. I guess I do care. Joseph. Yeah. For Joseph, it's official. Don't call him Joe. There you go. And quick disclaimer, two things. One, by mistake, I wore the same clothes as last week, but I do own other clothes. And secondly, um, doesn't matter. I ate hot Cheetos before this, and I didn't remember it. It's going to make it look as if I have lipstick on. Hopefully now it's a bit better. You look good. Thanks. Um, so, you're a cinematographer here. I am. You yeah, are. I am. Have you, uh, was that your intent from the beginning or did it change? Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely came into SCAD wanting to be a guy behind a camera. And um, I took all the classes to try and do that. And I'd like to think, I, I, I like to think I, I've done a lot in that field since coming here to SCAD. Okay. Yeah. So do you feel successful? I'd like to think so. I think, I think I've kept myself busy. And hopefully people know who I am here in the SCAD community. And uh, it's a small bubble, so I just want to get bigger and better. Okay. And what's your biggest regret in the past four years that you've been here? Um, biggest regret would definitely be not starting sooner. Um, Freshman year, I didn't really get on set as much as I would like to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I almost dropped out of SCAD, actually, uh, after my first quarter at SCAD here. Um, just because, you know, all those foundations classes, drawing and 3D design, and it's like, this is not film school. So, I mean, it, it wasn't only until, you know, class projects and then eventually Sophomore year, I did get on set a bunch more, and I love it. Um, we, we have a good program. We have a great program, actually, I, I like to think. There's definitely problems, but we have a pretty solid program. Right. So, um, so you say you started getting on film set from sophomore year. Yeah. And what different film jobs have you uh, experienced? Well, um, some of you who don't know, uh, SCADA offers a lot of variety, uh, different courses that many other schools don't. We have Steadicam and Dolly, um, and that's a very good thing to have at a school that wants to try and teach students different skills, um, especially for people who want to do camera. Um, and yeah, I, I love Steadicam. Steadicam is wonderful. For those of you who don't know what Steadicam, oh no, we're, we're just on the film page, of course. Um, and I love it. It's so great. And to have access to really nice Steadicam rigs at school, it's awesome. Um, it's something that I considered wanting to do post-college. Yeah. yeah. 
But that still didn't answer my question. What different <laughs> jobs on film sets did you experience sophomore year till now that you're a senior? Well, um, I was I was lucky enough to be able to DP a first couple of my sets. The first couple sets that I was able to get on. Um, but for the most part, I did stay in the camera lane. I've gotten to DP, cam up, first AC. I don't know if I've second AC'd. I think I've second AC'd a couple times. Um, and I think what makes a good DP a good DP is to be a good gaffer. So I've, I've gotten to gaff a couple times. Um, just It's just so cool. There's so much math and science behind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. There's just so much that you got to do to make something turn out great. Um, I've seen that there's a sort of resentment to gaff um, because so contrary to popular belief there are people who want to be gaffers. There are people who want that as their career. Um, people at SCAD, people who gaff at SCAD usually want to become cinematographers, DPs. Um, so at some point unless you have someone in your friend group who would want to help you, it can be difficult to find a gaffer because um, that's not people's desired position. Um, why do you think that is? Well, I think, I think we, so the, the problem, I guess not necessarily a problem, but it is a problem here at SCAD. It's, we're kind of at a double-edged sword here. We are a university that is full of big picture ideas. And that idea of big picture, it doesn't necessarily go below the line for the workforce in film, the film industry. So coming into school here, there are so many directors and so many DPs. But, and because of that, because of that kind of idealistic standard, there are a lot of classes oriented towards directors and DPs, but nothing really down below that. Um, and you know that's a little problematic just because there are kids who do want to experience gripping and experience gaffing and all things to do with lighting but we don't have any classes that offer that kind of standard you know um, and that sucks because that's kind of what makes a film a film because you need those key components and that is a department head it's just we're limited to a couple group of kids who really put it into their time and effort to learn more about the electric side and the grip side of film. Sure. It's not the prettiest one. Like if a SCAD catalog were to look into something, it'd be more on the terms of like camera and directing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not the shiniest part as you say. Yeah. Um, what I think is really missing in the SCAD film system is like a special effects class where they would teach you how to um, make complicated rigs to shoot interesting pictures, um, things that are not so simple, which they can be good, doesn't mean simple is bad, but for example, underwater rigging or um, I'm, I guess there is a car rigging class or like it's part of a class because some people I know are 
um, they say they're certified from a SCAD class, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't, that's not a class. Do you know? It's not a class. Um, I think it depends on the professor. Right. Because I do know, um, yeah. So, so they include it in their program. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, just like the class criteria that they go into a different direction than other professors might. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with the whole idea of insurance policy. Mm -hmm. Just because SCAD's cage is huge. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. A lot of people complain about um, the nature of our SCAD's cage, yeah. but we're pretty uh, well off compared to many other schools, I yeah. think. I don't think the what we have is ever in question. Right. It's the attitude um, that s being, being nice is not difficult. And I'm just gonna say that. And I think we can all, we're all stressed, so it's good to be nice to people. It helps. <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of rules mm -hmm. and the cage, and yeah, they stress anyone. They stress me out. Right. Um, but I do think that the rules are placed for good reasons, because, you know, we're young college kids and we're renting out all this equipment every weekend, and we're dumb. College kids are stupid. <laughs> so, I mean, there's bound to be error. So I, I understand why there's like this precursor to be super, you know, uptight. 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 Um, but going back to rigging, um, you said you think insurance is a factor. Well, those classes will teach us safe rigging. So that's why I'm saying we need those special, is the name special effects? I've seen a couple of people call it special effects. Uh, I mean, Stunts. rigging rigging is correct, just in, in the lines of what you mean, like water, underwater housing, or yeah. certain shots or something that require... Which I guess the environmental filmmaking class, they teach you underwater um, filming. So, But I personally think there should be a class where they have many projects where they're like, okay, today we're going to film underwater, let's learn how to rig it. Today we're going to film in a car, let's learn how to rig it. Uh, we're gonna do something crazy, like um, the camera is gonna go underneath, above a door and into a window, I don't know, like just like comp more complex shots, which, you know, we use our creativity on set, hopefully if we can figure it out and figure out a way to do those shots. But if there's a class dedicated to those things, then uh, we can apply what we learned there and um, use it in our films, which is, because I said this because you mentioned grips and gripping, and that's a big thing that grips do. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that a class that generally teaches safety, including when it comes to rigging, because there have been many incidents where you know, we have had unsafe situations, you know, big mambo stands with giant 12 bice falling down and, you know, it could hurt people. That stuff is not safe. Yeah. I think, I think a big problem, not a big problem, but a big thing that needs to be addressed is safety. Um, as much, I, that brings me to think about the safety meetings that we have every quarter. Yeah. And I get it. We have so many students here, so many students, so many kids wanting to do film. But uh, I think general safety that needs to be talked about in like intro to film classes or 
intermediate film classes like lighting and field. What's it called? Practicum, production practicum. Lighting and field. Yeah, it's a different. Now it's now. called production, lights, camera, sound, which is a dumb name. Lighting <laughs> and field makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I don't um, know they changed it. Yeah, but um, now you are shooting your senior film. I am. Which, uh, I am. Both of us are involved in. So actually, everyone in this room is involved in, in this it. Room, yeah. it's involved. We got some voices of God we, here. Today. We got two voices of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now I'll let you guess who is here. Um, can you? Do you want to talk a bit about it? Yeah, what absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. It's. It's so. I you know as we mentioned at the very very beginning of the talk, it's I'm a cinematographer at heart. And, but I decided to do something different and I wrote this script, um, which is loosely based off of just things that I've experienced or things I've felt and thought. Um, so the story follows a guy named Charlie and he one day gets a device that lets him travel back in time. It's kind of like Adam Sandler's click. That's what everyone compares it to, which makes me sad, but it's true, it's accurate. Um, What's the difference? Uh, the difference is, I think this is a more personal story. Uh, it's, it's on the lines where Charlie uses this remote to definitely, you know, make his life more convenient. But it's also used in a way that he wants to make his relationship more convenient. And, you know, he uses this remote repeatedly to try and not fall out of love. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. When I wrote this, I, I'd like to think I put a lot of heart into it and just a lot of personal experiences that I felt. And it's always that question that beckons in my head. It's like, what if you can change something, you know? And what if you had the confidence to be able to do whatever and have no repercussions, you know? I think people would live their lives very differently. So it's kind of something I want to tell in film. And I want to shoot it on 16 millimeter film. Um, completely unbiased opinion. It's a great script. Hopefully it will be a great film. And actually right now, I'm going to insert in the trailer. It's not really a trailer. It's more of a proof of concept. Um, one of the scenes kind of modified to work as a shorter scene. And I'm going to play it right now. So what? Are we breaking up? No. No, obviously that's not, that's not what either of us want. Then what's going on? I'm, I've just been busy. Too busy for us. Okay, stop that. Stop what? Sounds like you're not ready to put in the time and effort into making this work. So what? Are we breaking up? No. It's just, it's just been hard prioritizing us. So I'm not a priority. I'm gonna need you to calm down. Uh, Excuse me? I love you. Sometimes you just tend to overreact to things. Are you saying I'm overreacting? Yes. No. You're so great. We're so great. Are we breaking up? So what? Are we breaking up? No. You've been avoiding me. 
Talk to me. I'm just scared. Of what? Of this. Of us. I'm scared because I don't think you ever had a doubt in your mind that you love me, and that terrifies me. I've never let myself be this close to anything or anyone, and I don't know what to do with myself. I question whether or not I'm even capable of giving you the same 101% that you give me. Sometimes I just wish the best parts of the story didn't have to end. How would you know it's the best part if you never get to the end? Wow, that was so good. <laughs> you shouldn't talk about your own film like that. Um, so we just watched uh, Proof of Concept. Um, do you want to talk a bit about what we shot last quarter? Yeah. Um, so we're currently fundraising for the film still. Uh, by the time this comes out, there's a few days left. Um, but yeah, uh, Param is producing my film for me, which is awesome. and. Uh, yeah, uh, we wanted to try and do something different for the Kickstarter. And um, what we decided to do was make a series of different teasers. Um, and, you know, I think we received a lot of positive support from the teasers. And a lot of people seemed to really enjoy it. And a lot of people shared the video, which was awesome. Um, that brings me to crowdfunding. Um, I'm a huge believer of what goes around comes around. So I try, to f I try to personally support, even if I'm not working on it, um, Kickstarters, Indiegogos, things of that sort, if I think it's actually a, if, if the project intrigues me. Yeah, I think this is a personal story to me and hopefully others. Everyone has to go through a relationship at some point in their life. And yeah, I don't know, I just think no relationship is supposed to be perfect. And that's what makes love so authentic. Um, so I, yeah, I really want to shoot this man. Uh, I want to shoot this on film, 16 millimeter film. Um, just because film has so much character and so much depth that uh, adds to a movie. And I think, I think that's what, that, that's gonna make this story a lot more authentic, just coming from a visual standpoint. Um, so yeah, but you know, film's not cheap. Uh, 400 feet of film, that's like about 10 minutes of film, and that's like uh, 125 bucks with a student discount. So it's just, yeah, I mean, we've gotten so much support with the Kickstarter, like so many shares, at least, at least 50 shares. Um, but you know, we, we're still running a little behind on funds. Uh, so, you know, whatever people can scrounge up, whatever people can try and donate to the production will help out so much. And people have been already so good to me with this project and I couldn't be more grateful. Um, but yeah, I just hope that my story can reach others and hopefully that people 
will want to listen to it and support it, you know. Um, we have over 500 views on one video. So I think like a thousand views in total. So it's like if a person donated like 10 bucks every view, it's, we, we'd be golden, you know. Well, this was slightly a shorter episode because of some technical difficulties. Um, but thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> and I'm filming this in between the interviews so that I have this in case anything happens, which may happen soon. But thanks for watching. I hope you liked it. Come again next week, hopefully with another episode. And uh, yeah. Um, how was that, though? How was that, Joe? Great. Was it?